In the early 2000s, a global climate crisis emerged from humankind's disregard for the Earth and its natural systems. Scientists warned of an apocalypse the likes of which could eradicate human existence. The blaming began, with the leaders of many powerful nations pointing fingers at each other. Eventually, war erupted, and deadly nuclear salvos fired from the biggest superpowers ravaged much of the Earth, destroying and irradiating large portions of its surface. Certain major cities survived, and from the ashes they rose again. The survivors did what they could, utilizing the resources of a few very wealthy corporations to combat the climate crisis. For almost a century, civilization has survived, hobbled together with corporate governance, and expanded to the few sections of the globe still viable for sustaining human life. Antarctica, once an inhospitable frozen tundra, has become one such bastion for human life. Colonized by a Scottish arms corporation called Militech, Pilatus Antarctica is a thriving metropolis of the future. Last time on Roll Warriors, the associates fell into a trap set by Jackie and had to shoot their way out of a bad situation. Sui Fangji impales people on her deadly heel spikes. Abel is thwarted by armor, and Saul takes and deals the most collective damage of anyone. Who knew this soul cow gunsmith had such skill? By the time the shooting is over, the guards have called for reinforcements, and the associates see their only escape route filled with more Kennedys. How will they get themselves out of this one? So, when we left you guys off, you had just killed a room full of armed guards and a Johnny. And Fuck you, uh, Johnny. Fuck Johnny. Yeah, and you had seen the elevator door open on the far side of the floor in the reception area and outspilled uh, three more Kennedys armed and looking to... Uh, shoot y'all so let's re-roll initiative and then we will drop in there Saul why are you so bad at initiative why hopefully he's better than Abel that is an 8 overall for initiative it's a 9 16 Jesus fuck (laughs) (laughs) Abel you and I were uh, a death sandwich on the sides of the door according to the notes delicious yeah, you guys have a, you guys have that open door frame between you and these these guys right now. Yeah, let's fucking close it. Sufanji, you got the you got the key card. Yes. Okay. Um, can I roll to get to the door and close it? Uh, you could also throw the key card. Yeah, I would okay. probably do that. Aim low. Have to roll the throw, right? No, I think you just do it. I mean, you're not trying to hurt anybody, so 
I'm not going to say gotta, like it's a grenade. It's you just throw it. So I got good reflex. So in like a in like a flash, Soifung Ji gets a nod from Abel and just tosses her the key card. And I think you guys just shut the doors and lock it. Yep. So you're now locked in the office. There's the net point at the desk, and there are three angry guards banging on the door now. Okay, so Saul and Abel, can y'all, like, track the door guys if they get in, and I'll go ahead and jack it. I mean, yeah, man, but, like, how long is this going to take? And Saul racks his SMG and loads another clip into it. I'm just going to take long. All I got to do is jump in, put, put in my worm, and uh should be a few minutes tops. What are the doors made of? Reinforced steel. Oh, that's good. So we can't just shoot through them. Okay. This was the executive office for the head scientist in this building. So for whatever reason, he was ex- expecting an attack. Shit. Uh, is Saul, Saul, you got the door? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, I got I got, I got, it, I guess. Uh, so I guess... Yeah, well, uh, Sufanji, if you're jacking in and Saul, you keep an eye on the door, maybe, you know, jerry-rig something? Um, I'm gonna check for, like, trapdoors or any sort of weird escape buttons or, uh, panels. I mean, I'll, I'll do whatever I can, I just, I'm a little low on, like, supplies. If this is a fucking safe room, maybe he's got, like, a bolt hole somewhere or something. Yeah, that that sounds good. Can Saul look around for, like, a control panel or something on, like, the, the key card panel and just try to, like, hotwire it so it just cannot open? Yeah, the key card panel is on the door. It's right above the, it's right above the handle. That's not gonna backfire? I, I, I don't know. Like, it'll Grab keep... It on, like, a tech skill or something? It'll, it'll keep them out. If if they can't yeah. use if if they can't use key cards, then uh, we need a fucking parachute. Oh man, Sifangji, you're going first. So would you like to jack in? Yeah, let's do this. All right. So you approach the the computer, sit down at the desk, and jack your your head cable into the into the appropriate slot on this personal computer. So you have four net actions. Which would you like to do first? Okay, cool. I'm gonna scan. The f- Wait, I'm already into the first level. I don't have to worry about any traps or anything. Uh, yeah, the first level is a password protected data wall. Okay. Um. So I'm going to worm it. So that will take a turn. So you're just you're just going th- blowing through passwords as your worms try to figure out the. Uh, right one for this door. My serpentist. Yes. Yes, you've described it. All right, so next up is Abel. What's Abel doing? Abel's looking for a trap door, another point of egress, anything that will uh, get us out of here a different way than we came in. All right, uh, yeah, you can give me a roll. I guess just an intelligence roll? I don't have any particular skill in checking rooms. Yeah, sure. Uh, Fifteen. Fifteen. Um, other than the furniture uh, in this room and the desk on the dais, it doesn't look like there's any other way out of the room. Shit, 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 shit. Okay, and I'm assuming that would that would take most of my turn. Yeah. Uh, oh, I, I did speak incorrectly. There's a there is a 
tiny uh, air vent in the top left corner of the room. It's only about two centimeters. Uh, any ceiling panels that push up? No. Damn. Uh, and and just glancing out the window, how long of is it a drop out that window? There is a window. It is on the right-hand side. And yeah, it's a four-floor drop. Uh, okay. All right, I'm going to turn my phone back on and then uh, just look over to Sol. Okay. You do have, you turn on your agent and you have about 12 missed calls. Of fucking course I do. 11 from B and one from Stryker. Shit. Shit. Okay, I'm just going to put my phone back in the pocket for right now. Shit. Um, uh, so, sh- sh- April, should I still, should I still do the thing? Should I still, like, like, lock the door up? Or- it is not your turn yet, Saul. Outside of the door, you hear uh, the guards speaking to each other, and one of them mentions uh, getting a battering ram. Shit. Um, Saul was able to, to hear that. Yes. Uh, um, Abel, I, I don't, I don't, I, I, should I lock this or should, should, should we start pulling like furniture as cover? Cause they're going to come in here, man. They, they were talking about battering ram. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess if, if we can, let's push like the desk and everything against there. Uh, yeah. Um, we got a desk. Like couches and like chairs and stuff. Couches. All right. Yeah. I'll help you solve if, if we're going to do that. You do your thing. Uh, you start pulling. Let me. I just want to check to see if he has. I thought he had like a welding mask or a welding thing, something. Kit, a welding kit, acetylene torch. He does not have one. Okay, yeah. So, so we'll just start helping pulling like furniture up towards and kind of stacking <laughs> it and making some form of barricade that we can kind of shoot from <laughs> behind. I guess. Cool. All right, very, very cool. It's very evocative. I'm imagining this now. So you got the hacker in, in the corner desperately trying to break this this data wall. Her friends are piling furniture in like the hallway in front of the door and getting getting ready for the guards to come barreling through the door. Very cool. All right, uh, Sufangji. Um, so what did I discover? The worm is able to break through the data wall. Yes. Okay. And what's behind there? Uh, nothing's behind the data wall. You'll have to go up a level. Okay. I'm going to pathfind to see how many floors there are. All right. Give me a roll. I rolled a six. So 16. With 16, um, you can tell that there are at least five floors above you. On floor two, there is a file. On floor three, there is a hellhound. On floor four, there's another data wall, and you can't see what's on floor five yet. Okay. Um, so I'm going to go out to the second floor. There's a file you can recover. Okay. It's on the file. What is in the file? There is a, it looks like a recipe for haze. Okay. Third floor, there's a hellhound. Yes. Um, okay. So haze invisibility to sneak past it. All right. So you activate your program invisibility. That's three net actions. So you're now on floor four. I'll pathfind one more time. Give me that roll. Okay, 18. 18. Floor five has a firewall. And floor six, there is a a sixth floor. It also has a a file. And that is the top level. Okay, so I can worm that too? Uh, uh, On your next turn, you can try. It is now Abel's turn. 
So that four-story drop, it is looking kind of kind of rough, right? Yeah. If, if I had to, like, push myself up against the window, how far up to the roof? I would say you are probably about six feet from the roof. And this window is not already shot out, right? Correct. You managed to, you've managed to avoid shooting out the window in the process of the gunfight. Okay, I'm going to shoot the window, but somewhere where, like, I'm, I'm trying to avoid any ricochet just in case it's bulletproof glass, which I'm assuming it might be, but I'm, I'm going to shoot it. All right, so, yeah, give me a uh, weapon, or a, attack, attack roll. Okay. Do, 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 do. That's a good old ten and a four, and uh, we add body reflex to attack. Reflex. That would be a twenty-two. Oh yeah. To shoot out the window. So you 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 successfully connect with the window. Uh, now give me a damage roll. Shit. Okay. There's always Which the chance be... that you'll just shoot the floor or the ceiling. Two d six. Uh, Okay, so you see the first bullet lands in the window. There's a little bit of a crack and a a dent, and there's the bullet still sitting in the window. Brilliant. And the the window is considered unarmored, right? Correct. Okay, well, I'm going to just, you know, if I I can continue to work on busting out this window, I'm going to do so. All right, fair. That brings us to Saul. Saul is, um, he's going to be kind of like, like watching what Abel's doing and, uh, also kind of listening at the door and he's going to be kind of like up against their, their cover. And he, um, he just goes into his backpack and he pulls out a screwdriver and he's like, Abel here. And he just tosses that screwdriver so she can start kind of like smashing out the, the rest of the glass and starting to clear it away. Brilliant. All right. So grappling hook, maybe thing. Yeah. Uh, no, I, man, I got enough stuff to do repairs. I don't have like I'm not Inspector Gadget over here. Oh wait, yeah, wait, we do have grappling hooks. Do you actually do have we? grappling hooks? Yeah, if I remember correctly, didn't we buy? S- no, no, wrong campaign. That's my bad. <laughs> that is my bad. That is my bad. I am extremely sorry. So yes, in this in this instant, Saul is not Inspector Gadget. <laughs> Man, I got really hopeful there. I was like, "What is that? Some is that some tech shit?" By the way, I love that you threw her a screwdriver instead of like a chair. But yeah, go for it. Yeah, I'm I'm probably gonna put the screwdriver down and grab like a lamp or something. But the feeling is there. I didn't. I didn't want to take down our cover. We spent so long putting it up. A whole turn. A whole turns where the cover was ruined. I don't uh, think a lamp is going to make a difference between them busting through the door and not. Hey, man, you never know. I could, like, hotwire it so it's, like, plugged into the wall and it's actually hot and somebody steps on it and they go... Zzz. All right, Su Fang Ji. All right, um, I'm to use worm. All right, you use worm. Anything else? Um, it's okay, how many chairs are in the room? There are four chairs. Okay, so can I suggest a super crazy idea? Okay, I say we jump out the window with the chairs, use the chairs to break our fall, escape. Well, to be fair, can you hear any of this plan right now, Demi? Yeah. 
Oh, you can? You can still like... Yeah, yeah. So uh, how the net works is she has this visor or goggles or overlay, essentially, that just is running systems in front of her eyes, but she can see through it and she can see what's going on. She can hear you guys. She's able to, like, if she forgoes doing anything in the net for a turn, she can take a real world action, like shoot at Mm. somebody or duck behind cover or speak to you. It's like, she's not just like a zombie that's just sitting there catatonic uh, while she's in the net. So I should stop drawing this mustache. Yeah. <laughs> I can see it. I'm not, I'm not, a, I'm not, a, I'm not amused. But it's vital <laughs> to the plan, man. Sufanji, my, I, my plan's to go up before we go down. I'm thinking, I'm thinking we go up to the roof, get uh fire escape or uh, a different point so we can get the elevator, lock the elevator, go down, but somewhere that we're not in this like known location. Okay, um, I like the idea. I'm just in desperate escape mode. Um, but as I suggested, jump out of the window with chairs, but I like your idea better. Oh, you know, I'm over here banging at a fucking bulletproof window with a, a lamp. Um, so, yeah, I'm right there with you. Hey, hey a, Abel, did you I unplug that lamp first? Because, like, oh. I just want to make sure you're not going to shut... Oh, I have an idea. There's a, there's a crack in the window, right? Yes have melee skills can i use my spike tail to kick the window uh on your on your next turn remember you have to forgo your net actions to do real world actions talking and uh communicating with your allies doesn't count but yeah if you wanted to get up walk over and kick through a window you have to do that instead of worm well soy wait like how how close are you to like cracking the case you know I'm just going to get through this firewall, um, get to the top floor, retrieve the file, leave a virus, so we can get the fuck out of here. Okay, I um, I guess I'll, I'll try to do my best to, like, lay a trap or something, so at least it'll give us some time. So if you need more time to do that, like, do that first, okay. and then okay. we can all get out of here. Say, you didn't blow up your bomb vest yet, did you? I did. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he threw it, and it did not work out super well. I mean, it, it worked pretty well for the circumstances. <laughs> that was Sufangji's turn. Abel. Let's break a window with a lamp and or whatever I have. It is a steel lamp, so it's pretty hefty. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking swing at it and just keep swinging. All so... right, so you're using like an improvised melee weapon. Uh, all right. And uh, that would be a a fourteen. Fourteen. All right. Yeah. I mean, it's gonna hit. It's gonna connect. Cool. And pretty sure... roll 2d6. That's what I rolled for my gun. Yep. I thought with... Oh, okay. Well, fine. I'm using... That. I'm using the, the, this... Uh, this lamp has the same hitting power as Big Nooks. So... <laughs> nugga nugga. Seven. Seven. You break the glass. Fuck yeah! Fuck, 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 fuck. Okay, don't fall out the window. All right, all right. And then I'm just going to uh, kind of lift the the lamp and just say, uh, Saul, do you, do you need this or can I have it? No, like, like it's all good now. I, I, I've, my mind has been opened. I, my, my plan has been expanded. Okay, right. I'm going to cut the electrical cord off of it and then start taking off my hoodie and putting together a thing. You hear the guards returning, Saul, from beyond the door. 
and um, they have now rec- retrieved the battering ram, and uh, so a steady stream of thunks start happening. Oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. Can Saul run up to the door, and can he pry open the uh, the locking mechanism and then try to rewire it so that it's running a constant stream of electricity into the door itself? I don't see why not. All right. Give me a, a jerry rig. All right, solid. He's going to run up and do that. All right, uh, Jerry is 10, and I just rolled a 5, so I think that's 15 overall. All right. Yeah, I'm going to say that it does what you want it to do. How lethal it is, that's to be debated. Okay. That Yeah, that makes sense. And then after he does that, he's just got to kind of like back away and like try to get behind the cover again and then just, you know, he's, he's just getting ready. He's like, guys, I, I mean, let's, let's get ready to get out of here, man. All right. Sufangji, you break through this data wall. And what's behind it? There's nothing behind it. Go up a level. Okay, cool. I'm going up, and okay, I'm at the top floor. And you're not at the top floor. You're at the fifth floor. Oh. There, so there's two data walls in a row. This one is a code locked firewall, meaning worm will not work. You have to decrypt the code using an interface role. Okay. And my interface is 10. So I'm going to roll a ooh, 2. So 12. Uh, it's going to take you another turn, bud. Abel. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Four stories, four stories. We need 40 feet. Saul, Saul I think I got, I think I've got eight feet here. Um, That's shit. good. That'll reach the roof. That'll reach the roof. Uh, do you guys got anything else that we can tie to this? Because if we can get down to the ground, great. We get up the root. That that's still kind of great. If what if you use that lamp, like tie it like a, a grappling hook, and then like just toss it up there? I mean, we could try it. I could see if it if if it holds. Um. Yeah, we'll see how load bearing it is based on <laughs> the results of this roll. Shit. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm going to give it a toss. Um, well, um, and... This isn't going to be a toss roll. What I want you to do is use whatever skill you think applies to have created this mock grappling hook, because that will determine how sturdy and effective it is. Um, I'm going to say streetwise, because I would know... I would know based off of my parkour experience and sneaky skills where to throw this in order to get it to hook. Okay. All right. That That's believable. Go ahead. Natural 10, which feels weird. Mm. Uh, that was actually a really good roll. That's 25 for a grappling hook. So, yeah, you, you like lob it out and over uh, and you hear it connect on the, the ridge of the roof. And you give it, like, a good hearty pull, and it stays firm. Sweet. All right, all right. Dope, 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 dope. Guys, um, we got a plan B, looks like. Um, But, shit, until we're ready to go, I'm just going to keep tying shit onto the end of this rope. So the guards, uh, you can see the the door is is giving now. It's, like, starting to dent in uh, as the repeated... continues to uh, sound throughout this whole room. All right, guys, I think uh, 
Soy Fungi, hurry up with that thing. And Saul just kind of like pops up from behind the cover. And he's just going to wait there um, with his SMG. And I think when, as soon as he sees that door break, he's going to shoot them with suppressive fire. So he's not aiming for any one of them. He's just going to lay down suppressive fire and, and try to make them run away. I love it. I love everything about it. Sounds great. Su Fungji, try again with your interface. I have 15. That is... Okay. Yep. So you finally are able to crack this coated firewall and the elevator door opens for you uh, and you can ascend to the top level. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, Top level. Top level. There is a file. It is labeled Omega. Okay, extract the file. All right, you got it. And I want to leave a brain-frying virus for whoever (laughs) tries to get back in. All right, go for it. Give me an interface. Okay. Oh, roll to eight. Um, 18. 18. That, that shit's going to fry. Ooh, assholes. All right. And with that, I jack out. And all right, we can continue the mission. All right. So, Abel, your friend your friend now has the file. Sufanji, you're good. Saul, you're good. We're good. Let's go. Yeah. Right. Yeah, let's uh, get out of here. Um, no time like the present. All right, I'm going up, up the rope. Give me a reflex roll, I guess. 13. 13, you make it up the rope. Dope. Or your jacket and a uh, power cable. <laughs> power cord. Cool. Um, I, and do I see uh, any... Doing a quick surveillance of the roof, looking for ways out or bad guys to shoot. There is a an elevator opening here on the on the roof. Uh, okay. It has elevator access. And no, no fire escape or anything? There... Yeah, I think there is a fire escape on the back at the back end of the building. You also see something else. You oh. see coming towards you guys. It's it's now dark out. It's not night yet, but it's dark out. Like 6 p.m., say. Uh, mm-hmm. The sun is setting. But over the horizon and over some of these buildings, you see a flying black car heading towards the roof that you're standing on. Oh, brilliant. Okay, I'm just gonna note that and lean over and uh, call for Saul. Uh, Saul, 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 come on. Saul starts backing up towards the window, and I I don't know if, uh, has Soifanji already made it up the rope, or is she still in the room? Uh, She's still in the room. Actually, before your turn, the, the door finally buckles and gives way and the guards spend their spend their action dropping the the battering ram and picking or pulling out their guns mm-hmm. so now it's your turn all right saul is just gonna lay down some suppressive fire and he's gonna yell back up to abel i'll be there in a minute so instead of aiming against range you will make the attack against the enemy's will plus concentration plus d10 each enemy within 25 meters who isn't behind cover that fails the roll must use their next move action to get to cover so I will just... All right, so I'm still doing the same normal attack roll. Yes, you're still doing a reflex plus marksmanship plus D10, and I have to do something special. Solid. Ooh, that's, uh, that's not great. All right, so I rolled a three, um, but my submachine gun is a six, so that's nine, plus my reflex is a five, so that's a 14 all day. Okay, 
Uh, two of the guards uh, see the suppressive fire coming in and duck behind the, the door frame. Uh, the third one like has just, just drops to the floor. <laughs> and then after oh. that, Saul will just... Um, he's going to move to the window still back facing the window but he's still like the gun is still pointed towards the doorway all right see fine g i look around i need to duck for cover um is there a safe passage to the window yes currently with your with your ally laying down suppressive fire the guards at the door cannot enter uh for fear of being shot okay um saul do you think you can handle this if i make the break for it First off, do you have a gun? Yes. Okay, yeah, yeah, get out of here. I was going to tell you to search that uh that guy who was behind the um the desk, but just just go, man. Just go. Like like we got to get out of here. Okay, I have two guns. I have the re- I have my regular gun and I have that plastic gun. Cool, that's more yeah, than I got. Just, just get out of here, man. It's <laughs> more than I got. Go. <laughs> okay, so I'm just going to like make a run for it and uh I need to roll reflex to climb. Yes. Okay, so my reflex is nine, so fourteen. Fourteen is sufficient. You you nimbly climb up that rope. You probably don't need it. You got your shark skin, uh, which gives you like wall climbing abilities. But use the rope sometimes. <laughs> just, just let us let us normies feel like we're special. Thank yeah. Thanks for humbling yourself, Savanji. Good, good by job, using my Abel. Rope. You you built this this sturdy rope. I, I really needed it. Thanks. Shit. Simba's only as good as their team. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, here, sh- show off. Go, go, like lock the lock the elevator. Uh, well, before that, Sufangji, you join your friend Abel on the roof uh, to find her being greeted by uh, Saharic security force officers and a woman with tightly bound red bun, a just deep blue suit, like pantsuit big broad shoulders and you can see her hands are uh, black and gold metallic you know this person sufangji this is mrs blue she is the head of sahara security and you've done missions for her in the past okay well good to see you blue about time uh, can you get us the hell out of here do you have the file yes i do all right then yes we can get you the hell out of here a mission accomplished, but we have to extract Saul. I wouldn't. I wouldn't worry about that. And another vehicle comes screeching out of the sky and goes parallel to the window. Two guys jump out into the office building and start laying into these guards with assault rifles. And one of them, that's still inside of the car, reaches out and extends a hand uh, for you, Saul. Oh shit! Oh damn! That's uh, that's limo really service. cool. Hey, y'all are being extracted. Is it a, a, just one second, Mr. Limo Driver, is it cool if I, like, help them finish these assholes off? Sure. Yeah, fuck you guys! <laughs> yeah, you just do it. There's no, it's, you're out of combat. These guys are, are fucking, like, seals, basically. Professionals. Their uniforms, they're wearing uh, desert camo pattern shirts with black flak jackets and uh, beige pants. Abel's just going to lean over the roof and just yell, just like Lee Harvey Oswald, you 
fuckers. How about this for a grassy knoll? Is that what we're going to name our party? No, grassy you're knoll? the associates. <laughs> I named the first episode the associates. You have to stick with that. I know, but we could be the grassy knoll associates. LLC. Uh. <laughs> No um, ass, for sure. So Mrs. Blue turns to you, Abel. We haven't been properly introduced. Uh, I'm Mrs. Blue, head of uh, Sahara Security. I see congratulations are in order. You guys managed to pull off this file grab pretty handily. I'm going to extend my hand. Yeah, Miss Abel Lee Sullivan. Can we get the fuck out and then have this conversation? Sure thing. Do you do you want to be returned to Sahara or you want to go back to your apartment? Uh, there's nothing at the apartment. I'm good with going back to Sahara. Let's get this done with. Well, don't you have your date, Sufengji? Um, That was for the sake of the mission. Mission accomplished. I don't need him anymore. Oh, okay. Damn. I think you want to go on the date, though. <laughs> But then I realized, then I realized, um... Does Mrs. Blue want you to go on a date? And I realized through my interactions, it's okay to be a little human. And the arms is, like, kind of my cup of tea. So I think I'm gonna go on that date. All right, good. Not telling you how to play your character, but you, you want to go on this date. <laughs> you can drop me off at the hotel. Thank you. <laughs> and... We'll see y'all at the at the mission debriefing. Yeah, uh, Purple will want to talk to you in the morning. Rest assured. Hey, uh, Mrs. Blue. Yes. I'm gonna need a new hoodie. Okay. We've got and, uh, Sahara brand hoodies. Uh, yeah, might as well. Right. Enable's just gonna like climb into the car and shut down. Yeah. Um, I'd also, ex- I'd also check your phone again. You have all those missed calls. Oh yeah. She's going to do that, but she's not going to do that when people can see her being vulnerable. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. That makes, that makes perfect sense. I just want to make sure that we, uh, we, we do clear that out. Oh yeah. She, much like me, cl- cries about girls in the bathroom. Um, <laughs> and this is not the bathroom. So so anyone that gets dropped off at the apartment, is it just uh, Sufengji? I think um, I think Saul was getting a little too chummy with the Sahara executives, and he kept on asking them how the car was flying. Was it flying with like stolen technology from UFOs and shit and just bothering them? And then they just kind of ask him, like, where do you want to be dropped off? They don't give him a, a choice. They just say, like, where do you want to go? And he's just like, I guess the apartment. All right. So they drop you and Sufengji off at the apartment. Uh, Abel will go to a different location. So do they have like their own, do we have our own rooms at Sahara or? I think you guys have like a, um, sort of like a dorm room kind of setup where you, you stay in the barracks with like the soldiers, but you have your own little own little room uh, sort of in the corner away from them. Okay. And do we like have any interaction with the like soldiers slash Sahara employees? Like are they regularly in and out of our kind of like space or no? 
I think that you recognize them in the halls, uh, definitely. Like you've seen, you know, have some familiar faces. You might even know a few of them by name. But you primarily deal with the top people, not the day-to-day fellas. Okay. Also, I think, Abel, you probably have your own apartment. I didn't, I, I didn't ask this originally, but the fact that you have like three friends in the city sort of makes me think that you've been here longer than the rest of them. Yeah, because, I mean, I would have had the um, sort of interaction with the Kennedys previously and everything, too. So, yeah. I mean, I could definitely mentally put together a kind of able safe house. All right. So, yeah, you've got your own you've got your own place. The other two are just sort of living, living the Sahara handout dorm life. Yeah, I feel like Abel would, like, try to minimize her like she would almost like play act having a setup at the Sahara location pretend to be something else while she's there but very half-assed like she would not be able to do it very well Uh, you just bought like a second toothbrush and you've got a few changes of clothes there and they just think that's all you have and they're all like pastel blacks she wants them to think that she's a lot more friendly than she really is yeah all right so, see, I assume you're checking your phone, your your missed calls. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna wait till I get all the way back to my place, um, and my place is going to be a small bolt in the wall kind of situation over a like split restaurant, like one of those what you could kind of consider like a half KFC, half Chinese restaurant, but it's neither of those two brands they're like off-brand like louisiana chicken and like guatemalan food like guatemalan fusion so her house always smells slightly of fish and refried beans lovely awesome right yeah and i imagine her home being a lot like those sort of japanese single apartments where it's probably 320 square feet total and it's just bathroom single counter sink for washing your hands and washing your produce tiny tiny refrigerator and then the bed is up on some sort of loft situation over the top soon as she walks in she's gonna just strip down as much as she can and take her clothes and throw it directly into the trash and then jump into the shower try to get as clean as she can um, cause did you get shot at all? I th- did not have anything get through my flak jacket. So I okay. actually, I didn't take, I don't think I took any damage. You just have some bruises. Yeah, I've got like those big hematoma kind of pulsy things. Like slash rugby injury kind of busted through a little bit. Yeah, she's definitely, definitely hurting in more ways than one. Just slamming around a lot, being a lot louder than she normally would. And then probably about an hour of just throwing a productive hissy fit. She's going to crawl up in the bed and then check her phone. So there is a couple of voicemail messages. Most of them are from B, and uh, they range in panic levels. The gist of which is, where the hell are you? Zemlin's been shot. I'm at the hospital. Please call me. 
And then the one from Stryker is pretty similar, except in his own, like, sort of, like, hey, B told me to call you. Uh, some shit went down. Zemlin's posted up in a hospital. You should probably come by. Oh, shit. All right, I'm going to call Stryker back first. Okay. He he answers the phone um, after the first ring. Hey, uh, where the heck have you been? I've been trying to call you like all day. Yeah, I told B I was on a job. Oh, uh, what what happened to Zemlin? What? Uh, he got uh, he got shot up in like some turf war, something going out going on in the South Wharf. Yeah, he's at the he's at the Kettleman Trauma Hospital right now. I'm I'm there too, uh, trying to console B uh, since you're not here at the moment. Yeah, I mean I was kind of getting. Busy being shot at myself. What turf war? The uh, the Donatis. Apparently, they're they're moving some like high high value shipments of something. I don't know. Zemlin knows more. He's he's kind of uh, unconscious at the moment. Hasn't woken up yet. But the doctors say he'll pull through. So he's stable. Yeah. Well, I guess small miracles, right? Yeah. Shit, shit, shit. Okay, um, yeah, I just, I just walked in my door. Um, um, I'm on the way. Just give, tell, tell B I'll be there, um, as soon as I can. Yeah, she's, she's asleep right now. I'm gonna, I, I think I'll let her sleep, but she'll, yeah, she'll I mean, see you when you, when you get there. How is she? What kind of shape is she in? I mean, you know, her, her guy just ended up in the hospital you know how she doesn't like how him being a, a cop, but I mean she's doing yeah. as well as she can, I suppose. Well, I mean, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck, course, course. Okay, all right. Um, I I don't know how long it's gonna take me to get to South Ward, but I'll be there. I mean, as soon as I can. Uh, real real quick, Striker. Yeah. You hear anything going on about the Kennedys lately? Uh, not in the last, since we talked, no. Look, I picked up some, um, some stuff that you might, you might find useful. I'm gonna bring it to you, okay? Okay, yes, sounds good, sounds good. Alright, alright, bye. Cool. And, yeah, I'm gonna throw on, just, I'm gonna throw on some jeans and a random t-shirt that, I wore like two days ago and never washed. Quick, a quick uh, attractiveness roll for me. Yeah. The one time it matters. Um, eleven. Eleven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, obviously, all 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 things aside, you've looked better. Um, yeah, I I figured I kind of look like shit. Um, I'm gonna. Take a look at my flak jacket real quick and see if I can't like try to get the bullets that are lodged in like popped out a little bit and then yeah. just I think I think you do as a good a job as you can. You're not really skilled at that. No, um, no, I'm just trying to conceal it as much as I can. And then I'm just probably just gonna slap some like duct tape on top of it and just just hope that that the people that would notice don't notice. Yeah, and then I'd go out the door to console folks about Zemlin. 
Hey everyone, Gavin here to talk to you about how you can support our show. Download numbers are still steadily increasing, but we could still use some help from our listeners. If you like our show and want us to do even better, consider sharing us with your friends, family, and coworkers. Listen to every new episode? Consider taking just a few moments and leaving a review on iTunes. Having reviews really helps us by making our show more visible to other potential listeners. If you have a little bit of extra money to share and like bonus content, consider becoming a patron of Roll Warriors at www.patreon.com backslash roll underscore warriors. If you pledge just $5 a month, you will get access to exclusive bonus episodes tailor-made with our patrons in mind. Speaking of which, I'd like to take a moment and thank our current patrons, Daniel Sittler and Billy Young, as well as our newest patron, James Beatty. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Roll Warriors to get updates about the show, and tweet at us using the Roll Warriors hashtag. Lastly, I'd like to remind everyone that we have a website at www.rollwarriorsadventures.weebly.com. This site has our Twitter feed, links to our most recent episodes, and bios for both our characters and the people behind the characters. Be sure to check it out. Alright, that's enough for me. Enjoy the rest of the episode. So, your uh, car that was promised to you by uh, Amir picks you up from the apartment. Yeah, it's a sleek black car, and uh, there's it looks to be like a typical irishman behind the he's got like the cabbie hat and uh red hair and freckles hi am i uh am i light you her uh well fashionably late is on time so i say you're good yeah sorry about that traffic you know trying to get through all these people oh gotta make a living somehow i always learn to drive faster just gotta lay on the horn at this hour what's your name douglas Douglas. Nice to meet you, Douglas. Some people say hi, right? Nice to meet you. Yeah, I think so. Cool. cool. Are you from around these parts? Well, I, I've i been driving in Palotis for like five years now. Um, I assume you guys are just like shooting the shit as, you, as he's driving you. You're not just standing on the street. Yeah, um, you know, my, my family's Irish, but uh, we moved down from Tasmania after sort of shit hit the fan there. What about your Irish been end up in Africa? Tasmania's uh, near Australia, but I'll I'll take it. I was thinking of Tanzania. <laughs> That's okay. You know, it's a small island. There's not a lot of us. Okay. Okay. Well, excuse me. Um, obviously, I'm not very, very well informed on the world map, but thank you for entertaining this. What about you? Have you uh, been in the city long? Uh, no, I just got here. I'm here for work. Gotcha. That would explain the uh, hotel. Yes. Yes, um, that, that is my current abode. Obviously, I haven't been here too long, but, you know, you work your way up, and then you work your way out. I'm sorry, I'm, a, I'm awkward. I'm such an awkward person. <laughs> it's okay, Douglas, I understand. Um, so how much longer do we have to go? Uh, it should be like 30, 40 minutes. Oh, so we have a good little while, huh? Yeah, we can chit-chat or, uh, I can, you know, you you can hit the little partition button. I, I understand. I didn't have time to get ready. I know you were late, so I'm going to spruce up in the back and 
just roll up that partition. Um, I trust you to get us there safely, Douglas. Um, if you need anything at all, feel free to knock. Cool. Sure thing. I also have the button on my side, so you know I can just uh, open it up if I need to. Um, all right. So, yeah, you drive through traffic, and after a while, you arrive in uh, Scott's Roost in front of a club called Dragoon. Get out of the car. I look around. I assess. So what do I see? This club, um, there's a line uh, to get in. It looks like a modern club, but it still definitely has, like, the Scottish flag out front. And it definitely seems like a place for, like, higher-up people, like executives and sort of young, clean-looking people. I can walk past the line, right? I don't wait in lines. Yeah, you stand. You get to the you get to the door, and the the bouncer asks you if you're on the list. And I do you see this face. This face is the list. Oh, he never rolled an attractiveness roll. You should probably do that right now. Yeah, that's the one. That was why I was rolling up the partition to get ready. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna try to slide that in there. Okay. Um, I roll. Uh, I could do better. I rolled a seven. Seventeen. Seventeen. I mean. You look hot enough to get past the the bouncer, no problem. He's like, "Yeah, what was I thinking? Go on." Uh, thank you. And um, okay, so I sh- and there's like a guy. There's like a guy who's like, "What the fuck? She can go in. I've been waiting for forty minutes." And he's like, "I mean, sorry. Do you see her? Do you see the dress she's wearing? Do you see what you're wearing?" Yeah, I thought so. Thank you. <laughs> Make my way inside. Um, okay, I'm looking around. What do I see? This is a, yeah, like I said, for, from the outside, it looks like it's a very modern uh, bar. Its biggest attraction is this authentic armored robot in the middle of the, the floor. Uh, it resembles, like, do you guys know what an ATRT walker is from Star Wars? They're, like, the little, the, the smallest ones that just have, like, the, the legs and like a little turret. Anyway, so that this is what is called a dragoon. Um, it was a an armored robot used during the first corporate war. Let's see, okay, and I want to say that the love of technology in me immediately gets my attention, and I run over there and just start inspecting. Yep. Uh, the rest of the decor, I'll say, it like mo- mostly focuses on AR lighting. Um, so there's like lots of interesting shapes and color effects going on the walls from just like lights that are uh, projecting stuff onto them. Uh, it, it's very kind of surreal, the experience that you're getting from here. It's also very loud. There's lot loud music and loud people talking loudly. Okay. All right. I look around. I notice that I'm supposed to be meeting someone here. So I pull out my agent and I text um anir um i've arrived where are you uh he texts back that he's in um the back corner in a booth okay and i sexily my way back to the booth okay yeah there's a it's like a um kind of like a semicircular uh booth sort of sits low on the floor with kind of like a half half back and amir is just kind of uh, chilling on that, talking with a, it looks like another couple. Oh, are we on a double date? Uh, you don't know. Okay. Um, walk over and I introduce myself. 
Well, hello, Nair. Good to see you again. It's been almost too long. Yeah, it has. This is uh, Jacinda and Maxwell. They're just a couple of clients of mine. We're finishing up um, so we can we can hit the dance floor after we're done. Oh, nice. Okay. I Can I get you a drink, by the way? Um, yes, I would like a gin and ginger. As a passing bartender walks by, he whispers that and swipes his, his card on the card reader on this guy's tray. And your drink comes back in a couple minutes. Uh, so he's having a chat with uh, Jacinda and Maxwell. And they are talking about a little problem that Maxwell seems to be having in the bedroom. And Amir says, rest assured, man, we got uh, we got some of the best parts that you can that money can buy and we're gonna get you one that works how's that sound and maxwell just kind of like sheepishly is just like yeah that sounds good and jacinda's just kind of staring at amir the whole time <laughs> just start laughing i'm sorry um, i don't be rude <laughs> yeah and uh they like he hands this he hands this guy a briefcase and uh, maxwell swipes a a his agent across Amir's like credit tablet thing and they depart. Sorry about that. I, I just had, you know, I, I come to this club quite frequently to uh, do business with these corporate types. Your business is high class dildos? No, my business is body parts, cadavers, and high end cybernetics that you can't get in any other market. Really? Please go into detail about some of these cybernetic enhancements. I'm always looking for an enhancement or two. Well, we do lots of uh, hidden blades in various locations. We can install all sorts of anti-hacking software. Yeah, basically he is a he's not just a ripper, he's a ripper doc. So he deals in high-end parts and he can install them. Okay, so definitely would like to maintain a lifelong partnership with Anir. I some questions about these hidden blades. Um, do you have any that can go in between the fingers and toes? Oh, yeah. Definitely. You talking about, like, uh, garrots or something? What's a garrot? It's like a... It's like p- a piano wire sort of blade. That's cool. Yeah. You can slice and choke people with it. Oh, yes! Yes! Okay, so, um, I'm gonna go into great detail about my work, but I do like to have a few handy instruments, and maybe we can work something out. And I take my leg and rub it against his. He smiles. Yeah, usually it's it's nice to meet somebody else like us. I think you know what I mean. Most people, when I tell them that I work in with cadavers and uh, body parts they kind of get this disgusted look on their face like I'm doing something wrong but I'm just trying to make money I understand it's just the mentality of the comfortable I'm used to work in a similar field so I definitely understand the loneliness that comes with it but that's why we should definitely find a way to make the best of our newfound acquaintance yeah I agree when you approached me in the lobby I noticed the kinship that we had your I don't know what you said you didn't tell me what your profession is and I don't need to know but I can tell you're well versed in your cybernetics and probably have enough enhancements that the psychosis starts to set in yeah but I call it crazy I call it free I guess it makes me a little more adventurous than I would seem and speaking of adventure how about we hit the stance floor yeah Sounds awesome.
Well, Saul is just going to, like, as he knows his soy fungi, just kind of bounces. He's going to be just, you know, wave and say, like, good luck. And uh, in the meantime, he's going to take off his leathers. And um, he actually, I think, was the one who got hit the most. Yeah, you have multiple gunshot wounds, bruh. How's that feel? Um, you know, he was really excited when that floating car came by because he was, like, all seeing about the uh, UFO comparisons. But as he got back to the apartment, it started to kind of hurt. So after yeah, the adrenaline comes down and you you get that. Well, a little oh, more than shit, that, too. Shot trauma coming back. Yeah, and he, um, he, you know, like, he's been hit before, and one thing about Saul is, like, he feels damaged, but he doesn't, it's more of, like, a, a soreness to it. He's not, like, about to stagger and fall over, and it's because when he goes into the bathroom, he brings one of his med kits in with him, and he leaves his leathers on the bed, and he takes off his shirt, and just imagine, like, this lanky, like, kind of Kirk Cobain-looking kid, just, like, 90% of his body below his neck is just all scar tissue. And it's, like, it's it's burn scar, and it also just looks like skin grafts and stuff like that. As he's looking around in the mirror trying to, you know, see where all the gunshot wounds are, he's um he's moving around, and, and if you can imagine it, you can see, like, where his shoulders and kind of where, like, the main joints are. There's big suture scars, like as if somebody had fucking head staples in his skin for quite a while, and he's just covered in things like this. And he, uh, yeah, he, he checks out his his wounds. And he's like, "Fuck, <sighs> I thought I wasn't going to get any more." And um, yeah, he just starts to go to work, you know, fishing out the the lead and, and whatnot, and sewing yeah. himself up. Give me like a medical roll. And this isn't going to heal like heal hit points or anything. This is just going to stop your bleeding and stabilize you so that you can your body can heal on its own. Yeah. So is it just roll plus my first aid modifier? Add the first aid, add the tech. Okay. So it's four, four for the roll plus uh, first aid is five plus my tech skill is 10. So it's a 19. Okay. Yeah. You've. I mean... The way you describe your body, you've done this plenty of times. Uh, you know how to cauterize. You know how to how to stitch yourself back up. So you sort of plop your bullets into the sink and just wash away the blood and stitch yourself back up. Yeah, and he it's all like he just spends a minute or two looking at himself in the mirror after that and just kind of like noticing the new new couple of pucker wounds that. You know, imagining how they're going to look and how they're going to reflect the other couple of pucker wounds he has on his body. Because he doesn't have many bullet wounds, but it's just the vast amount of his skin is scar tissue. And so most wounds he can kind of like shrug off because most of his nerves are kind of dead. But uh, it still like leaves a, a sense of like, how that fucking hurt or it. It's really sore and also just a little bit of disappointment because he's just doesn't like how that looks. And then after that, I think he's just going to go and work on his leathers and try to like sew them up and, you know, repair what he can. And then tomorrow he'll go and buy stuff to, to repair it even better or just take it to Sahara. He, I don't think he really knows what's going on, so he's just going to kind of crash.
You have arrived at the Kettleman Trauma Hospital. Alrighty. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm uh, going to go. I'm going to call Stryker again. He picks up on the first ring this time. Yo, yo Stryker, I'm outside. Um, where do I need to go? Okay. Uh, you're going to go to the critical condition ward that's on the sixth floor. And we're in uh, room um, 605. 605? Okay. Yeah. Got it. It should be like two rights and a left. Two rights and a left. All right. I'm going up there. 605, you said? Yeah. Be there uh, in a minute. I'll wake B while you're... I mean, no, just like let her sleep if she's sleeping. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. All right, bye. Bye. And I'm going to stop at the vending machine on the way up and get some candy bars. Uh, what kind of candy bars? I don't know. What what kind of things we got here, GM? Well, I think chocolate's pretty hard to come by. <laughs> yeah, let me get some more red vines. I'm just going to get more red vines. Yeah. All right. Yeah, we're trying to we're trying to um seal the deal with red vines. We we we've talked to their people, they've talked to our people. Uh It's an should extended be, should courtship. Should have a sponsorship soon. Every time we They're mention the word red vines, we should get paid like 5 bucks or something. Yeah, red vines. It's the classic that doesn't stop giving. Yeah, also in a, in a future world where um much of South America is destroyed, you know, you can't get chocolate. So red vines, they're they're a stalemate. They're made in a lab. Yeah, for sure. Liquor ish. Emphasis on the ish. Alright, I'm gonna get some red vines and then go up to room six oh five. You get to the floor and make your two rights and a left. And outside of the room, there's like a little bench and you see uh B is passed out in it. And Stryker is just kind of leaned up against the wall. Uh, right outside the door, and he sees you approach and gives you a nod. I'm just gonna, uh, like, hey, hey, come, come here, come here. I just, let me talk to you first. Okay. Does he, he and he comes over? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm gonna reach in and pull out the haze that I got from the party. Okay. And, um, look, I don't know if you guys have been able to get access to this or whatnot, but I, I mean, Maybe you could come up with, like, an antidote to, to get people to walk back, you know? Like, if you, if you have somebody going crazy, you can just, uh, uh, you know, like, like what is it, Narcan or something? Like, like there's got to be some way to, to reverse engineer this to get people off haze, right? Well, yeah, I mean, I appreciate the thought. We've tried. Uh, there's, most of these, most of the chemicals in this thing are, like, household cleaners and... Uh, stuff we know about, but there's there's one thing in there that we can't we can't figure out what it is. That's that's the real issue. That's the psychotropic that is giving these people their trips. So, like, if I could figure that out, that would that would help you guys a lot. Yeah, I mean, it would it would uh, go a long way to s- synthesizing some sort of cure. I mean, resources are limited in the underground free clinics, but I I think that we have enough chemists that we could figure something out well i mean I, I can keep my my ear to the ground but i lifted this off of kennedy you guys know that they're the ones dealing the shit right yeah i mean we I'm not gonna give you too much detail because i don't want you to get tied up into it in the end too but uh 
We just totally busted into a Kennedy safe house. <laughs> oh, and and uh, Abel's just gonna like lean up against the wall and run her face down her head. I I can't even tell you how scared shitless I was, Striker. That was the dumbest thing I've done since the forgery yeah i mean that sounds like it i definitely remember warning you about that but i know you you're not gonna listen to me well i mean i would listen to you if i had a choice to listen to you but you're not really uh paying the bills buddy <laughs> trust me i'm barely paying them myself uh shit okay so this is not gonna be useful to you i mean it's it's more haze that's off the streets that's that's good for everybody. Alright, well, I mean, I'm gonna hang on to it then if you don't eat it. I'm, I swear, I'm not gonna use it, but... <laughs> I, I don't think you will. <laughs> just, I mean, just, it might, I don't know, it might get me out of a pinch somehow. But yeah, so, I'm hoping to put something out on the Raven soon and shit, so... It, before I do, I'll make sure any new information goes to you guys first. Sounds good. I'm gonna, um... And he pulls out a pack of cigarettes and pops one in his mouth. I'm going to go out to the uh, skywalk. They won't let me smoke this in here, but I need it, man. smoke it again? (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, I do stupid shit, you do Tensions are hot, you know. And, like, uh, you see a nurse (laughs) pass by and give him a dirty look, and he kind of just shrugs to her. He's like, oh, no, it's not lit. Listen, I'm going to take it outside. Gosh. Well, all right. Uh, You go smoke your cancer stick. I guess I'll go uh, face my own demons. Here's here's a pack of red vines. Uh, <laughs> thanks for taking care of it. I haven't eaten all day, I just realized. Well, these will fill you up, I, pr- I promise you. I need, like, a burger or something. Probably. Don't eat those penguin tacos. They give you the shits. You speaking from experience on this there, Abel? Uh, yeah, I just spent, what, three days stuck in a room with a dude that was obsessed with penguin tacos? Uh, <laughs> Gross. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, uh, yeah, I-, I might not be here when you get back. Just, uh, I'll see you when I see you. All right. And Ooh. he walks, he walks out towards the skywalk. And I guess I'm going to go over and take his seat that was right there next to B. Uh, does she look like she's pretty deep in sleep? Yeah. Uh, once you're, once you're sort of in view of the door, you hear a weak voice from the room say, Abel. Is that you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey man. What's up, Jason? Uh, I got shot. <laughs> uh yeah, that's pretty apparent. Well, what happened, dude? Well, um I mean, we were like pulling routine traffic stops like the boss the bosses want us to do. And uh yeah, like we found a big old chest filled with like plutonium or some shit in his car and like i asked him to step out of the car he got mad at me and like shooting started happening and like three or four cars started unloading i don't even know like where all that came from and i had a little bit of backup but goddamn that was a that was one tough fight well shit how much lead you pick up in that opportunity how many times you get shot uh, I think the nurse said like four. 
I couldn't I couldn't tell after the first one, you know. They just kind of keep keep coming. You're already numb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that but I took sounds... out a couple of those fuckers too, so. I mean, I would I would think so if you've been down like that. So, uh, plutonium, huh? Yeah, it's a crazy fucking world, right? It is crazy, yeah. It's for sure. B sounded like you were in a lot less, uh, a lot more trouble, but it looks like you're gonna heal up just fine. Ah, she worries too much. I've been on this, I've been on the force four years, and I've had worse scrapes than this. Yeah, you know, that seniority real does it, does it for you, doesn't it? What are you, what are you doing for money anyway? Now, these days? Oh, you know, freelancing. Uh, it, it, it pays the bills. That's about it. Well, listen, uh, offer's always on the table. You want to come down to South Wharf, get a job, PCP, I can I can definitely pull strings, get you a sergeant's desk, real nice pension. Uh, thanks, buddy, but uh, you know me. I don't do well with uh, early wake-ups, alarm clocks, people telling me what to do. Wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't do too well in uh, your rigorous and structured group environment um at this point uh you hear like ruffling behind you and bees like sleepily just like rubbing her eyes and she's just like oh abel oh my god um you're here yeah hey hey i just uh i just got here just talked to talk to striker it looks like zemlin's doing all right aren't you but i'm just gonna like Pat his knee a little, little bit, just gently, kind of. He really needs to get out of the streets. I keep telling him this. Well, you know, I uh, can't cage those heroes, can you? Ain't that right, Jason? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, 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 I always tell her this. I mean, the job's got to be done by somebody. And, you know, we're doing important work out there. And B B says, like, I don't do important work. Uh, Thanks. And he kind of just, like, gets this, uh, like, eye-roll sheepish look that, like, they've had this argument a thousand times. Yeah, and Abel's going to kind of, like, rub the back of her neck and rock back on her heels for a second. And, uh, yeah, uh, plutonium? What what, what was this about? Um, the, The plutonium, man? Uh, I mean, we, we got it. We put it in evidence lockup down at the station, but it was like, it was Donati uh, nomads that are pushing this stuff through. And this probably isn't the first shipment. Uh, it's just the first one we caught. You know what I'm saying? We got like a anonymous tip that they were carrying something funny. Okay. So a little less routine. Well, you know, there's only so much I can share with the public. You're a close friend though. So I, I, I figure you're not going to around blabbing to the press or nothing sure yeah no you're good well you still got that blog how's that how's that blog going oh man i kind of i kind of like stopped doing that um just wasn't wasn't worth my time i'm having to spend so much time kind of paying the bills you know semlin looks over at at b and he's like i told you she'd flake yeah 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 you got my number semlin i'm just you know, trouble sticking to anything. 
Yeah, so I'm going to let you sleep, man. Uh, you, you rest up. Uh, hopefully, you know, out of this you get a medal or something out of it. You know, beyond the lead that you picked up. I'm just doing my duty. They hand out way too many medals these days for just good old police work. Oh, of course. You earned it, man. Um, oh, jeez. Yeah. Could have been anybody. Come on. Could have been anybody. Really, really could have. It really could have been anybody. Oh, man, look look at the time. It's like my watch isn't even working. All right, well, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go, buddy. You, Jason, it's good to see you. Glad you're not dead. Good to see you too, Abel. I wish we saw you more. And B's just kind of like, come on, Jason. She's busy. You heard her. She's got lots of jobs going on. Yeah. Um. Yeah, B. Can I can I talk to you for a second? Yeah, of course. And we're just we're gonna step outside, right? Hey, I'm sorry for. Um, well, I don't even know if I freaked you out earlier. You. Okay? Oh yeah, I I did see I did see your message, but like, I was. I saw it when I was trying to call you, so I didn't really uh, read it. Yeah, uh, it, it's all good. I was just um, in the middle of a job. Wasn't going to be able to reach you for a while, so just, you know, wanted to let you know. Um, but everything's fine. We're cool. I, I'm glad that he's okay. He seems to be doing, you know, fine for getting pinned down in a massive firefight by himself well, after discovering plutonium on a random traffic stop. Yeah, I mean, he won't admit it, but his his ego is bruised more than his body. Sure, but at least he's alive. Uh, that's just kind of wild, though. Don't you think? Uh, it's yeah, it's it's wild. It's I mean, this city's wild, and I really think that he needs to stop doing the whole law enforcement thing. He thinks he's gonna like save the city all on his own, which is ridiculous. I mean, there's crazy shit that goes down here all the time and he's just one man does he not have a team like a squad what, what, what about the rest of his guys where were they today well they were i mean uh, he had like two or three of them there but he wasn't supposed to be a you know, big firefight you know never is yep never is um I think they've got the the force stretched pretty thin, trying to cover all areas of the of the South Wharf right now. But there's like, I mean, he doesn't talk about it as much as I wish he would. But there's like some sort of turf war going on down there. Yeah, the the what the Nanatis and who who's on the other side of that? Well, mostly the the PCP. They want control of the shipping back for the city down there, because basically the Nobads just can run, you know, amok. How much plutonium did they discover? Did he say? He won't tell me. He's concerned that I'll you know, freak out, which he's he's right. I mean, it's plutonium. Like, what else do you use that for? <clears throat> Not bacon biscuits, that's for sure. But you're okay, right? I'll be okay. You want me to stay with you? I'd like that. We don't we don't talk as much as we used to, and I miss it. I miss you too. So I met uh, I met some cool friends this week. Uh, you want to hear about them? Sure. Yeah. So my friends and I this this job we're in charge of like installing this new hardware in Sahara Alliance buildings. So 
you guys have been you guys have danced for a while and i think you're just kind of like casually chatting now you've had a few drinks each and you're just sort of like uh, <laughs> i was gonna say like talking about your family and like i'd like to roll for fuck please we're not gonna role play sex please please and thank you he gently caresses her ear with his toe Anyway, I think he's just, like, chatting about his family to you because you had asked. He's like, yeah, I got a pretty, like, ethnically diverse family, I guess you'd say. Turkish mother, Japanese father, that sort of thing. Oh, very interesting. Um, My father's Japanese as well. Yeah. Is your dad, like, as overbearing as mine? (laughs) Overbearing would be a little bit of a understatement. He is obsessed with running his company completely under the whims of my mother. And because of her, he ended up selling me. Mine just, uh, mine just like sort of verbally abused my mom till she ran away with us. So no, I sort of, I sort of get where you're coming from. Are you angry at him? No, I'm not angry at him. I just, I don't know. I just wish I understood him better. Mostly, I just don't want to be him, you know. You have any siblings or anything? I had a sister, and I have two brothers. I never knew what it was like to have brothers. I have uh, three older sisters, so I was the punching bag for them. It taught you to be strong while you got the arms? Well, no, I I mean, I got the arms because uh, my arms got ripped off, but... No, the uh, the sisters just sort of strengthened me emotionally, helped me build a brick wall, you know? I grew up with siblings in a way. They weren't my biological siblings, but we got through some very tough times together. And they definitely taught me to stay focused, keep my eyes on the prize. Yeah. I'm sorry about this. I probably shouldn't have ordered vodka. It always makes me kind of weepy. Well, we can always switch it out, have some tequila. If I have tequila, I won't remember the evening. And and I want I want to remember the evening. Okay, what's a good in-between? It's a drink that really gets your juices flowing. I would say <laughs> scotch. A man of substance, I see. Um, yeah, let's get it. Alright, so you guys continue your evening just like well, what what do you want to happen, Demi? I want to form a long-term arrangement of upgrades and modifications depending on my contribution. So, sexual favors for body mods? Is that what you're saying? Fuck yeah. Wow. This poor boy pours his heart out. I'm just kidding. He's basically as emotionally distant as you are. I just meant, like, what what do you want to happen in this immediate scene, like the evening? Oh, um, I I want us to get to know each other more. I also want to figure out his emotional triggers and weaknesses, um, just to kind of be on top of that, because that's just a thing I do. Well, I think then that's what you get. I'll say this, like, he's not especially forthcoming about his, like, personal life. He's perfectly happy talking about his job, like, all day long, uh, and, like, weird shit that people have asked for, and, you know, how much, like, he's sort of just is at odds with this like rich corporate culture and their like decadence. So you find that out about him, but as far as like, you know, opening up about his, his emotional weaknesses and stuff, he's, he seems kind of like a closed book, but you know, you get to know each other better. Then you end the evening without coital relations. 
Not yet. However, you say we have a little fun, so we kind of get out of there and go on a night adventure. You guys go ice skating in the park and find a nice bridge to stand on and, like, I don't know, shoot people above. I was thinking of something a little more criminal. Okay, well then, yeah, I think what what ends up happening is he, so he has his driver, Douglas, take you guys to a, like, ripper dome so you can watch, like, a a fight. And that's how you end the evening, just, like, watching two people with, like, crazy cybernetics just tear each other to pieces that's exactly the kind of day i would want this is perfect two should definitely be us competing against each other in a ripper dome i was gonna say day two is you guys ripping each other to pieces (laughs) but sexily (laughs) exactly it's just it starts out as them like battling each other but then just ends with them like fucking fused on the floor and everyone in the audience is just like oh god Please make it stop. What did we just watch? The birth of something new. I'm a spider and I just absorb him. <laughs> you seen that porno, Will? Seen that porno. <laughs> Been there, done that. Oh my god. Oh my god.